I have my own inner critic that comes up a lot, but we are, we are confined by what we believe others want us to be. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up, and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm very excited. I'm connecting with my new friend, Molly Rubish. And we actually connected on Instagram and she was just telling me how she was in sales for 20 years. And she obviously did a hell of a job at it because it's very rare that I get a cold pitch from someone about being on the podcast. And yet we connected back and forth. And I really loved what she had to say. Um, She is a life coach. She is an author. And she's really passionate about helping people decide it's their turn to step into their true, most authentic self. And we're going to go down so many different paths today. You know, uh, Molly's story is pretty pretty good. I mean, uh, listening or seeing your bio and following you on social media now, you've been through a ton of things. And I know it's a lot of which people are really going to resonate with. I don't care who you are. Someone you know has either gone through the loss of a loved one or a divorce or something along those lines. And it's not something that I talk about a ton because obviously I've never been divorced, but I know that vast majority of the population definitely goes through it. And there is a lot of things mindset wise that come up when it comes to divorce and the shame and the fear and all of the things. And that really resonated with me. And I'm so excited that we decided to do this. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So tell everyone who you are, what you do, and we'll kind of go from there. I am a mama four and blended mama four. I'm an author, a blogger, and a life coach. And I really just want to help women step into their truest authenticity. Nothing is off the table and really just dive into who they want to be and how can we make our lives, our one life, as meaningful and as impactful as uh, you were designed to be. Yes. And honestly, I think that's the reason why I said yes. Like when you were talking about the fact that like, you just want people to decide it's their turn. You want people to use that one life. And I mean, you obviously have been following me a minute and everyone who listens to this podcast knows that I am so passionate about this. Like you could die tomorrow. I know it's so weird to say it, but I'm like, you are going to die. We are all going to die, damn it. And I love people who really, obviously I'd like to, you know, to dive into all of the things, but I really want to kind of figure out like how you decided to leave 
you know, Molly um, was in pharmaceutical industry and sales for over 20 years and you decided to leave that industry. And that is friggin' scary because we have all, everyone who's super passionate about something, you have to have that, you have to take that leap. For me, it was leaving golf to do what I'm doing now. And it was that huge, scary moment where you're like, enough is enough. I am no longer going to be okay doing this thing because I know that there is something on my soul that is calling me to do. And I obviously know that that's a big reason why what we're going to talk about today. And that's obviously why you left the industry that you did, but kind of talk a little bit about that. Like you were obviously in this industry for 20 years and you just decided like enough is a friggin' enough. Yeah, I was, I was in corporate America sales, climbing the corporate ladder, traveling, managing teams, and it just didn't feel like it was fulfilling me. And my dad died in the spring of 2001 and so when he, when he died and when he went into hospice, I took a, a leave to be with him for his last few weeks of life. And during that time, I'm like, I mean, he's only 71, you know, and granted, most pe some people don't get that opportunity, but I'm like, I'm not going back. I'm not going back to corporate America. And I fortunately had my husband's support. I said, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I need this time to really tap in and figure out who do I want to be and how do I want to show up in this life? Because I don't want to be on that, that deathbed and regret all of the decisions and what I could have done. I just had this deeper calling. And so I wrote a children's book about grief. And then that took me on this life coaching journey. And it's just been just amazing. Something that was so hard at that time of losing him has turned into a beautiful blessing and an eye opener. Yeah, it's it's so good that you did that. And I know how hard it is too when you make that transition. Like I'd love for you to kind of talk about that a little bit. Has it been a hard journey for you or has it been one that you're just like, you know what? Like I'm just so aligned with it that like everything's really working out. It or it's both. Been, <laughs> it's been hard because corporate America teaches you like first this, then that. You say this, you go into an office, these are who you call on, this is what you do. So you just become very robotic in the approach. Maybe you have a little bit of finesse, you know, in your own sales approach, but you're still driving the corporate mission, right? And so then taking that out and me being my own entrepreneur and figuring out, hey, I really could go an anywhere. Um, I have a harder time reeling it in because I've got so many creative things that, that I go in so many different directions. I'm like, okay, maybe I need to scale it back because uh, I have too many irons in the fire at one time. So that's probably my most difficult piece is I'm like, I want to go this way and go that way. But the thing that you're most passionate about is helping people through that transition and that change and that grief. Is that what you're really most passionate about? Yeah. I think that there's a lot of beauty in big life changes. So I got divorced in 2017 I lost my dad in 2021. And those two things were both my most difficult, but also my most transformative. And so I really am passionate about saying like, don't say, stay trapped in a marriage in a job in any situation, even in a conversation that doesn't serve you. And I, I, I was that person that was trapped. I was that person that wanted to do all the right things and stay in a marriage because what if I had to admit failure? 
Mm-hmm. What would people think of me? And so I'm really passionate about helping others just dive in and, and give them permission to make the big change, even though it's scary, to see the beauty that can be on the other side. Yeah, for sure. So you work with a lot of women. I know you work with a lot of women who are thinking about that season of change and that divorce and like figuring out who they really are. What do you, what would you say to the woman right now who's listening? Cause I know that there's going to be many people probably reach out to you after this, because I'm assuming that, you know, I've never thought about getting a divorce, but I have been in that situation where I just knew to my absolute core, I could no longer do the thing that I wanted that, that I was currently doing. Like there's just that point in time. So what would you say to that woman who is like so close and yet is so afraid to take that leap? Because what are people going to think, especially when it comes to divorce? I mean, I feel like, do you feel like nowadays, like divorces become easy? Like, I don't know. I don't, I hate to say that it's like more commonplace and it's not that big of a deal, but at the same time too, have you, is there still so many women that are trapped in that? I, I love to say that anybody that states divorce is the easy way out has never been through a divorce. Divorce is so hard, especially if children are involved and you're, you're scared and maybe there's financial limitations and you're not the breadwinner and you don't know how to get to the other side. So there's a lot of, yes, the statistics are high, lots of marriages end in divorce. So we can say, oh yeah, it's really acceptable. But when it's you, when it's you sitting on the couch, looking at your young children and your home and your job and this man that you may still have some love for, but the marriage is not working. It's a very, very difficult decision. So I would say to them, really tap into, and that's what I can help them do, is find out, is this the path that you want to go down? And it's scary, but there's a lot of beauty and empowerment in being able to really recognize that you aren't defined by your marital status. You can, your kids can thrive and survive. And there's a whole beautiful life waiting on the other side. My ex-husband and I are both happier now and we're (laughs) friends now than we were in our marriage. Yeah, that's so good. I I mean, exactly. I mean, I cannot even imagine. I've always said, I feel like I have such a blessing and a curse working with so many women who have children because I don't have children. And I do think that is a blessing sometimes that I don't, because I have a different perspective, but the one perspective that I don't have is that perspective of that mother who is thinking that they're going to harm their children or how are they going to take care of their children if they do leave their marriage? So what are the couple big things that you put like you yourself, or you've worked with your, with your clients, but if you like, how did you get to that point that you became confident enough or decided that you were going to leave your marriage? Like, what did that look like? What did the actual tangible look like? Because I'd love to know. I think that a lot of women who might be stuck are thinking, how the hell did you do it? Yeah. Well, it took years. (laughs) Lots of roller coaster. Things would get better for a little while and then we'd fall back. And I'd say, okay, I'm, if it's not better by Christmas, then I'm going to file for divorce. And then lo and behold, things would be better by Christmas. Okay. So then I would keep playing that game. And meanwhile, I was like slowly dying inside. 
I was maintaining my social media, you know, presence, my family. I would, we were going to church. We were maintaining all of this stuff. And I would literally think, how am I going to do this for the rest of my life? I'm just not happy. And finally, I mean, it came to a head again and we got into a, a big argument and I just said, I'm done. I want a divorce. And he kind of called my, you know, you're not going to divorce me. And I'm like, I am, I really am. And up until that point, I hadn't told any of my friends. I hadn't told my family. I lived in secrecy because of the shame that goes around it. And because I didn't want people first, I didn't want anybody to tell me you can't get divorced or it will get better. But I also didn't want anybody, if I chose to stay, I didn't want everybody looking at me thinking, oh, she's in a miserable marriage. So it wasn't until I fully accepted this is what I'm going to do. Then I had to tell my friends to hold me accountable. Um, and that was, it was very emotional. My friends were like, I mean, how, how do I not know that this is going on? And um, because I just had so much shame around it. I was really insecure about being able to admit that I was a failure at my marriage. And I, I was really worried about how we were going to navigate all of that. Um, but Did you have someone helping you along the way? Yeah. I, I, my best advice is get a therapist or a coach, yeah. a financial advisor, and a divorce lawyer. And simultaneously, don't leave out any of those three pieces and work with them in conjunction. And my therapist, I mean, I helped me so much during that time. And it has evolved into, you just need support and it gets pretty sticky and it gets really hard. And then it gets so much better and co-parenting and raising kids. And I'm now remarried and it's just, a life that I never even knew that I could live and really tap into my happiness because I was so trapped that I would have never been where I am today if I kept with that shame. How long did you stay in the marriage since you knew that it was, it was no longer for you? Mm, I'd say off and on for four or five years. Wow. It's just so your kids were little. Do you think that that was one of the, you know, you always hear nowadays and obviously like, again, I, I'm glad that we're doing this podcast because, you know, there's certain things that I feel that I'm very educated to speak on and there's certain things that I'm not. And so that's obviously the reason why we have great guests um, like yourself. And so I don't have, don't have children, never thought about getting divorced. Did you, you, you always hear about those people who are waiting tell their kids like leave the home or whatever to graduate. And, you know, I've never been a huge proponent of like, yeah, just get a divorce. But I also, if you are waiting to get a divorce, what are you doing? You could die tomorrow. And so that I have been a big proponent of like, if you know, for a fact, like when they turn 18 and they go to college and you're getting a divorce, what the fuck are you doing? I like, you're literally your kids first, probably already know you're miserable. And the second thing is, don't you think that your kids would want you to be happy? And don't you think you like, you're wasting all of this good time of life. Like the time is now to decide for everything. Like, I'm not just talking about divorce. I'm such a passionate person when it comes to like, life is today. What are we doing? You might not have tomorrow or next year or four years. So 
was that a big part of like the waiting or did you just have to heal or make the decision along the way? I'm really just trying to dig into all of the between you and your clients, because I think that there's going to be a lot of people listening to this that are in this situation. I had to know that I tried everything. I had to know that in my, that I wasn't just taking this easy path. That is why I say, if you say it's an easy way out, you haven't been through a divorce. It's not easy. It is not the life I chose. I wanted my marriage to work. I wanted our cohesive family unit. But I am a far better mom today than I was when I was unhappy. I can show up better. I can teach them better. I can, I do more self-care. I mean, I'm an entirely different person. And I didn't know how beautiful life could be. All I was thinking is, I'm going to be a single divorce mom. How, how can I be a corporate climber if I'm a single mom and divorced and without a ring? I was really tied to this like wedding ring on my hand and what people would think about me. Um, and so, you're, you know, you get fixated on these little things and what society and what the neighbors and what the church, and what the school is going to say. Meanwhile, you're dying inside. So even if you know you get to live to be 100 and you even if you know you're going to get divorced when the kids are 18, you can't even be the mother that your children deserve while you're just waiting for that thing to happen. It's like destination happiness. When we build the house, when we get divorced, when we, I mean, it's all bullshit. You've got to be able to live it today and step into that today. I love that. It's so true. I mean, we are talking the exact same thing when it not, you know, for me, it wasn't divorce. It was just deciding that I was going to be happy, deciding I was going to do the thing that my soul called me to do. Like I, I had the life. Like I had the looks, I had the money, I had the thing, I had the job, I had all of the things. And yet I was so fucking miserable, you guys. And like, that is the thing that we don't want you to be. We need you to take the action to do the thing that seems like the worst thing ever, but it turns out to be the best thing ever. You know, it's so funny you say that about the ring. I've been married. I've been with my husband for 20 years. I barely wear a wedding ring. So it's I often forget mine now too. It, it's like a I don't know. I would, you know, it's just a label. It's a, it's just a, yeah. And I think that there's such beauty. I can tell that you're an extremely confident person because that's one of the things that I really look at when I look at people who have really stepped into who they are and stepped into their true happiness is that person who can, you know, be so happy without thinking it's the money, without thinking it's the look, without thinking it's the house, the relationship, the marriage, the job, and all of the things. It's just the true internal stuff that so many people don't put the value on that they need to. I mean, the confidence of inside you knowing you're living your most authentic, true life is, it's literally, that's the reason why, you know, a life coach, it's such a, a different industry nowadays. And I don't know how you've seen it, but like, People do not put the value on that that they should. Like I'm not, I, I sometimes get called that and I'm not a huge fan of it, but at the same time too, it's one of the greatest things humanly possible. If you can help a person live their most authentic life, live true to who they are and live joy-filled. I mean, if you're a person of faith, like you and I both are, I mean, that's what God calling us to do. Like we are supposed to be fucking happy guys. 
We are supposed to be living our lives fully. And yes, I just said God and fuck in the same sentence. (laughs) But that is our- You do that a lot. (laughs) I do that a lot. I do that a lot. So, but yeah, I mean, you have to be fully authentically yourself. So I'm. that's so cool that you were able to do that. And now you obviously help a lot of women with that. And so you got the divorce and then what happened after that? Because I want people to hear the other side of it. Obviously it was like, it was hard, but also too, like what has come from the other side of it? You're now married. And then there was another time of grief. So let's kind of talk about like what happened right after the divorce. Yeah. I, I was able to just live And, and my favorite house to this day is that little house that my two kids and I lived in and we rented in this teeny little home where I laid in my bed and I could say good night and I could hear both of their little voices. And it showed me that in my kids that like the size, the square footage, the decor, none of that matters. We are happy and the three of us can make it together. And that was so empowering that I'm like, I'm going to go out and date. Whatever. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to, I'm going to, I was in sales. I'm going to just go out and introduce myself. Um, and I, stopped my now husband at the grocery store in the aisle and I introduced myself to him and we, and we went out for coffee and um, I'm very lucky to have met such a wonderful human. Oh so. my gosh, how good is that? This yeah. is proof that you don't need those app things. I've got a couple of clients right now are in that like dating that like, where do I meet people? I was like, I actually think I said the grocery store. I don't know. I was like, hang out at the grocery store. I don't, I don't really know what besides the apps nowadays, but I mean, surely you can meet people yeah. other places besides the apps. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, uh, he too was going through or had just gone through a, a pretty difficult divorce and we found comfort in that with each other. And we said really early on, we're either so broken that just a normal relationship with another human being is amazing, or we're soulmates. There's like no in between. And unfortunately, I think we're soulmates and we're destined to be together, but I thought we'd either churn and burn and just crash, or we would really make it. And we have built a really beautiful life. Unfortunately, his ex-wife died um, about a year and a half after we were together. And um, so we're raising his two boys through their grief journey and um, raising my two kids, which I share custody with my ex-husband. So we're just a blended family that really shows that even though there's been a ton of adversity and a ton of heartache, we still have a lot of joy and we can have excitement and beauty and we can still be sad and we can wish that things were different, but we can also love our blended family. And I consider myself a mama for, and we just live it. How has, um, you know, not, obviously not everyone goes through that, but how has kind of stepping in as mom full-time to your stepkids life been? How has that transition been? I know you even wrote a children's book on it. Yeah, I did. It's, it's been good. In the beginning, I was Molly, you know, I was the new stepmom. And after their mom died, and we call her mommy, um, they decided they're like, I'm going to call you mom. So I'm mom, and she's mommy. And we keep that very much like she still lives in our home. We speak of her, her memory. She lives here. We celebrate her birthday. We talk about things that 
um, to be proud of them for. And they're also just kids and kids are amazing. And so they're like, mom, 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 you know, <laughs> I mean, and it's just, I'm their mom. And so I'm their earthly mother and we, we've been able to raise them and, and work through their grief. So I did write a children's book about, it's titled, Is Heaven Farther Than the North Pole? And the title is that because my littlest boy asked me that after his mom died and he was trying to understand where is she? And so I titled that book that way um, and then I dedicated it to their mother and we just, we just do it. Hey, y'all, it's Christina. Just jumping in here for two quick seconds to first of all, say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a subscriber or leaving us a five-star review or leaving us a comment or really thank you for copying that link and sending this episode to someone who may need it. It's how we get the podcast out. You know, there's no advertisements on this podcast and it's just how we get the message out from myself and my guests because this is really why I'm showing up each week is to help people decide it's their turn. And the second thing is I just wanted to let you know that every week I tell you, text me the word podcast or coach to 501-222-3362 or send me a message on Instagram. Both of those ways connect with me directly. And if you've ever had any questions about my one-on-one -on -one coaching, you know, on this podcast all the time, I talk about my clients and the results that they're getting. And perhaps you've thought to yourself, well, gosh, what does a coach even do? Or gosh, I need to level up and I need someone to help me get to that next level. If that's ever something that you have thought about, text me 501-222-3362. Ask me any questions. That is a direct connection to me. You guys, I show up, do this podcast, pay thousands of dollars each month to produce it because I love it. I love serving my clients. I love serving you. And I'm so grateful that you're here. So thank you again for listening. If you've never connected with me, send me a text 501-222-3362. Just text me the word podcast or coach. You and I will talk back and forth and I'll be able to serve you in the capacity that I can, or we'll jump on a free clarity call to see if working with a coach is something that you need to get to the next level of life or business. You guys, I'm so grateful. Thank you for listening to the podcast and enjoy the rest of the episode. Wow. That is so crazy. Good for you. Holy cow. Who would have ever guessed when you would have thought about, you know, creating this new life after yeah. leaving your divorce. Right. <laughs> That's wasn't in the cards. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, yeah. I'm like, wow, careful what you wish for. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. What do you think is the, like the main thing keeping women from actually stepping into their most authentic lives? Is it the fear or is it the shame? Um, I would say that it's our tendency to be people pleasers. It's our tendency to be codependent people pleasers and be the good girl. We are raised from very early on that we need to follow, sit down, maintain composure, look right. And so what would people think if I didn't fit that norm? And then you also think, am I a failure? You know, my friends are all happy, which newsflash. Newsflash. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, I, that's why social media is such a blessing and such a curse. But it's like one of those things I even reminded a client of mine this morning, very successful in business, but she's like, everyone else is more successful. And I was like, oh my God, no, that is not true. Everyone else pretends like it is. <laughs> right. right. 
Um, and so I just think it really boils down to our own inner critic and our paradigm that keeps us very stuck. I, I don't want to be divorced. I don't want to leave that job. What would people think if I went back to college and changed careers? What would people think if I cut and dyed my hair? I don't know. I mean, we're so worried about, and myself included, I don't have it all figured out. I have my own inner critic that comes up a lot, but we are, we are confined by what we believe others want us to be. One of the things, the trademark kind of teaching pillars that I talk about are decision, faith, and action. And I think I really help people reprogram the stories, patterns, and habits to kind of get them unstuck. How do you help your clients really not only just be okay with accepting that, but then really kind of reprogramming that? Like, what do you do with your clients when it comes to like really helping them kind of reparent themselves when it comes to the beliefs that they have that are, you know, not serving them? Well, we got to get real honest and very raw about what lives within us and our nervous system and the inner critic and our childhood. So we do like inner child work or an internal family systems work, like really tapping into where is all of this belief? And once you can identify that and you can hear this person coming up from inside of you and this person coming up inside of you and why we are the way that we are, including our entire paradigm, how we were brought up from our childhood until today. So when you can kind of befriend some of that and understand that each part serves us in a very meaningful way, then we can decipher which things we want to continue to take down the path with us and which parts are going to allow us to step into our most authentic self. I love it. Did you learn a lot of that through your therapy? Is that how you figured out how to like reparent yourself in that? Or did you, did you do life coach school or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's my own years and years and years of professional therapy and then yes. working with my own individual <laughs> coach and then my coaching certification. Yeah. And where do you think the women kind of, if they're willing to do this, if women are willing to say, okay, I need support in this. Cause I think support is everything. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't know why people don't have support in all of the areas of life. It, oh my gosh. Like it, it's like, once you do it, it's almost like, and tell me if you feel like this is true, but it's like, once you know, you can't unknow. You know what I mean? You're like, oh my God, why the fuck would you not have a coach or a therapist? Like, are you kidding me? Why do life without it? But there's just such yeah. this like stigma. I think even a lot of people say it's like money or time or all the things, but I think the thing under the thing is you will always find the time and you will always find the money for the thing that you value. Every single day, I've repeated this a hundred times on my social media. Look at your credit card statement, look at where you spend your time and I will tell you what you value in life. And I think if people really witnessed the value of having someone walk beside them, I mean, it, it changes the game. I 100% agree. I I say all day long, you need a therapist. And I don't mean that mean, or you need a coach. I have one, you need one. It will better your life 100%. When you start tapping into your well-being, not just I'm gonna drink this shake now or I'm gonna work out at the gym, those things are great. 
But if you're not working on your entire system and your well-being and your emotional and mental state, all that stuff is going to fall by the wayside. So it's a game changer. You will, you should find the money and you can find the time. hundred percent. Did you, do you remember the moment where you kind of decided that for yourself? Like, how did that come up for you? Because I think it's helpful for people to kind of hear from other people, like how they kind of got okay with it. Because even still to this day, people think it's like super like, Oh God, don't tell anyone. And I'm like, script from the rooftops. Let everyone know. Yeah, I'll <laughs> wear, I'll wear, I'll catch it on my head. Exactly. This is not a secret and it should not be. But like, do you remember that? Like who gave you that permission or when did you decide that like seeking that support was helpful for you? It was very early on in my divorce therapy journey. And I was so sick of being so angry that I went into my therapist and I sat down and I go, I just want to be happy. I'm just, I'm, I just want to be happy. And she was like, she like laughed at me, you know? And she goes, it doesn't work like that. You can't just be happy. You got to feel all the emotions. You got to feel them all. You got to be anger. And I mean, I just was like, okay, fine. Now I'm sad. Now I'm crying. This is terrible. And so what really shifted is then we started looking at me. I originally went to therapy to talk about why this person was so bad and why he was wrong and why he was the problem. And yes, we could give a lot of reasons why he was bad and why he was wrong. But what was it about me? And so then this light bulb went off that I'm like, I'm a contributing factor to my life. The way that I believe in myself, the way that I expect others to behave, the way that I enable or allow because of my lack of boundaries, all of those things. Then I started thinking, huh, how can I heal myself so I don't marry the same person again? So I don't stay in the same situation longer than I should. And how do I continue to really step into what I want? And so it was a light bulb shift when you don't go to therapy to heal others, you do it to heal yourself. And a coach can really allow you to do that in some ways more effectively because they oh can God, share way, their, way oh, more effectively. <laughs> they can share their dialogue back. I always say the difference between coaching and therapy is that therapy, we can find out exactly why you're fucked up within like the first 10 minutes. I know why I'm screwed up. I can tell you all of the reasons why coaching is taking the actions in order to make changes. Both are very, very valuable. I have them both. I highly recommend them both. But like there is a huge difference between talk therapy and actually taking action or feeling it in your body and using different modalities in order to like change and shift and actually make real longstanding like in your body changes. It's amazing. Like especially the shame. I feel like there's just so many women who just carry this like belief. And I don't know where where are you based? Are you in the South? I'm in Southern Indiana, outside Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. So I think in the South in particular, and this is never a slam on the South because I'm like the biggest, I love the South more than anyone, but I'm not originally from here, but I do believe that there is just like women in particular in the South, like it has to be a certain way and you have, like, you have to hold yourself to this standard and it is so fucking detrimental and it's it's just not fair and it's not realistic and no one is doing it, even if they pretend on social media, like they are. And it's the only thing hurting you. Right. hundred percent agree. Yeah, totally. And just giving yourself that permission. So, um, 
now that you're in a happy marriage and now that you're taking care of yourself and you're helping other women do the same, what really do you feel like is the goal for you in helping more women do the same? Like what really lights you up still to this day, just helping women through the divorce process? I, yes, it's not even necessarily the divorce process. It's just stepping into what you want. Stay in your marriage. That's great. Leave your job. Let me help you do that. Quit, quit trying to live this one life in this perfect way. And that is the beauty of, I don't have it all figured out, but I know how to help you figure out what's true for you. And that is what is the beauty of coaching is let me help you uncover what works for you and what you want in your life. Don't come to me for me to give you all the answers on how to meet somebody. I mean, I can give you some ideas, but what's going to work for you? And same with your divorce. Do you want to get divorced? Let's let's hash that out and really step into where you are in your life. So I am just driven to spread love and light. I I went to help children through their grief. I, I did a beautiful grief workshop this past weekend. Went to empower women to just be happy and find joy and fulfillment again. And really just quit being so trapped. That is so good. I I just know that there is one woman who's listening to this that is hearing you and just give it, you've almost given the permission, you know, you've done this before you've given the permission that it's permission ladies that you do not need. And perhaps there are a few guys, but you do not need the permission. It's, but if you feel like you do take it from us, like whether it is a divorce, whether it is trapped in your job, whether it is trapped in a life that is no longer serving you. Like, that's why I love decide it's your turn at any moment in time. Like Molly decided this finally, after one argument, I decided it literally numerous times, but you know, it sometimes it takes so many times to actually just decide. But once you go all in your life, you are meant for so much in this world and doing it for yourself is the most important thing. And obviously it, becoming that best version of yourself is one of the greatest things you can ever do for your children ever. A hundred percent agree. I, I, I believe that when you heal yourself, you heal your children's children. hundred percent generational change, generational change, 150%. I believe that to my absolute core. And so hopefully one person hearing this today, you've granted them the permission. Where can everyone find you, Molly? My website is mollyrubish, R-U-B-E-S-H.com or Instagram, molly underscore rubish. And I have um, a free discovery call if anybody would like to just give me uh, or schedule an appointment online and we can hash it out. We can see if it's a good fit for you. Awesome. Well, thank you for doing this. And I appreciate you sharing on, you know, just the grief and the divorce and giving yourself the permission to take accountability for your life. Give yourself that personal responsibility to absolutely live out the most beautiful life ever. So thank you for reaching out. And I'm glad that we did this. And thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you. You guys, please be sure to go follow Molly right now. I follow her. So if you can find her by looking on my Instagram or my social media, it'll all be in the show notes. Be sure to share this with someone who needs to hear it, especially those women who perhaps just need that little 
bit of encouragement and reach out to Molly if that's something that you guys are looking for. Thanks, girl. Bye. Thanks. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.